Let this define you. Life's challenges can derail you from your destiny and purpose. We're here to remind you that getting knocked down, no matter how hard, can be the starting point of the best days of your life. Do you believe that your failures can define you in the best way possible? Listen in on Patrick McMullen's conversation with inspiring people who have proven it can. Welcome to this week's episode of our podcast, where we have the honor of talking to Christy Siefkin, an entrepreneur, executive communications coach, and founder of the GoTo Speaker Method. Many of you may already be familiar with Christy from her impressive career in television, where she served as a journalist, weather chief, and anchor for both Fox and CBS News. Today, Christy has transitioned her expertise to the realm of executive communications coaching, helping professionals enhance their skills and take that next step in their personal and professional development. Join us as we dive into her journey and gain insights into the strategies that got her to where she is today. The word impact, which is a transition to what you do now. Uh, You and I met, we started talking about that, and you had a passion to being able to impact more and more people. Talk about that and the decision that ultimately made you change your entire career. Yeah, I I was incredibly lucky to have a great run in Phoenix, in San Francisco. I also had the chance to, because of my animal expertise and background, I did work for Discovery Channel. I did work for Animal Planet as a national uh, commentator for dog shows. It comes full circle, the dogs plus TV. But I found, at least in my day-to-day job working here on the local news, the more I advanced within my career, the farther away I got from what fueled me and brought me to the career. So I was drawn to be a journalist because I do love people, and I love learning from people and telling their stories and bringing awareness, causing change through those deep, intimate interactions. And when you become an anchor, which is the role I was in, a Monday through Friday anchor when I left my job, you are no longer in touch with the community. You're, I, I still volunteered a lot, but day to day, you're not having that contact. You're in a building at night with no windows, with maybe some lovely people day to day who you work with, but I just felt this hole. Uh, and I started to think about my passions, my gifts, and I knew I had, I'd done everything that I wanted to do in, in the context of working in, in local television. And I, I was grateful to have a few network opportunities as well. But I asked the question again, is this in the big picture serving where I want to go? Am I having the impact that I want to? And I knew that for me, the most, the deepest impact I could have and the most fulfilling would be getting back into my community. So that's, I made a slow and steady transition to build my curriculum. So I now am a professional communications coach. I work with people individually as well as with teams. The other half of my business is professional speaking. But on the coaching and training side, it's going in to work with individuals or teams and help them with communication in every aspect, but spoken communication specifically, from mindset and self-limiting beliefs to using psychology, because that's my undergrad degree, Mm -hmm. psychology and the skills of the world's greatest communicators to craft messaging that resonates with the audience, that's true to your identity, your brand, your voice and then teaching people to deliver it in a way that gets results. That could be the job promotion. That could be winning the client for your business. That could be delivering more sales, building awareness of your company. The tools that you need to do any of those things 
are the same. And that's what's, what's beautiful and I love is once I teach these skills to people, they apply it maybe for their immediate challenge in front of them, but then they have the toolkit and the skill set to use it everywhere in their life. One of the things you touched about, the word self-limiting. Yeah. The, one of the things that motivates me with Break Time U is people can achieve far greater than they ever thought possible, ever. And that's what motivates me to work with someone like yourself. So you work with a lot of people that, let's face it, talking's not natural. You make it look natural. Only with much work and time. But yes. what would you give for the person that's watching to say that's just stuck? That's yes. when they look at this skill and they're stuck, where would you start? I work with many of those people. So I can answer that yeah. for you with a couple different examples. Whenever we're stuck, we need to figure out what is the core of the problem. And often when we are self-assessing, what we think the problem is, is not really what the problem is. And that's where my work becomes somewhat even therapeutic with people. Mm -hmm. And although I'm not a professional practitioner, I tap into a lot of that psychology background to discover what is it that is truly keeping you from showing up in the way you want to show up. Because yes, there are a lot of tactical techniques that I teach people to become great communicators. But before we ever touch that, I do a lot of digging to find out what experiences you have had professionally, what experiences you've had personally that affect how you think about yourself and how you believe others think about you. That cracking that nut often is the key to, to unwrapping, excuse me, unwrapping and unraveling some of these stuck behaviors. So first of all, don't beat yourself up. Many, many people feel stuck. And I can share two from coaching executives in Fortune 100 companies. At the end of the day, we are all put our pants on one leg at a time. We all have insecurities. We all have a memory or many memories, perhaps that have reinforced a belief over time that we aren't good enough or that we are going to be judged or we won't be accepted. And think about when you're standing in front of someone speaking, Not it could be on a stage. People think of public speaking as on a stage. Public speaking is every interaction that you have with somebody during the day. So in any moment, whether I'm sitting here being interviewed by you or speaking with someone at a networking event or making a video for social media, we all often subconsciously start to question, how will I be perceived? How will I be judged? And Unpacking that allows me to get a baseline of, of looking at what are your challenges? How do we build up your confidence in those areas? Not through rah, rah, you're great, but actually putting you to work because the way that you build confidence is by doing. It is not you can journal all day long and I'm, I'm all for affirmations. I think there's positive self-talk and self-love are very important. But I, in, in working with people who are stuck, give them homework and assignments every single week that push them outside their comfort zone. And they're often activities that have nothing related to do to speaking. And people ask, why are you having me do this, Christine? I said, you have to trust me. And it's as we build it, I use kind of the, the karate kid as the analogy. Exactly. Why are you having me do this? And then it's, oh, this is why you're having me do this. So it's, it's having trust. It's finding the right guide. You don't have to have a guy, but it's a heck of a lot easier having an accountability partner and someone who's been there that can distill. Here are the wounds that I've had over being a communicator for decades. Let me help you shortcut 
so that you don't experience the same thing to get you to your final destination faster. So we all tell stories about this, and, mm -hmm. and that's one of the things if someone follows your content and goes to your website, presentation techniques, storytelling, yeah. uh, which, talk a little bit about that, expand upon that. In terms of what, what I'm teaching people? Yeah. Or? Yeah. There are so many ways to communicate effectively. And depending on what your goal is, I offer specific coaching. So given that I'm from a TV background, one of the things I do is media coaching. That's preparing people specifically for interviews with the media. Where were you like six? I'm here now, Patrick. That's all that matters. <laughs> you don't need it. You're you're amazing. You're amazing. But we can get you to the, you know, A plus 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 level. All right. Yes. You're, you're hired. <laughs> but it, that started as I, I've been doing media coaching for about seven years because I volunteered to do it for a long time while I was in my broadcasting job. And uh, the, the, the analytical nerdy researcher in me started building out IP, different programs of workshops while I was still a journalist because I could see the, the need for this. I would interview brilliant uh, astrophysicists, physicians, uh, all people in all sorts of spaces that when you get a bright light in their face and a camera in front and a microphone, you become basically a representative of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's not you at all because it's, it's unnatural and you can't hide anymore. You used to be able to have the choice. I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to be on video. Even if you do no media interviews ever, there is the expectation that you're showing up on TikTok, that you're doing LinkedIn Live, that you're on video in a podcast. So unless you master that skill, you will be left behind. And those are a lot of people who show up at my, at my doorstep. So I do coaching specific to on-camera presence, crafting messages specific to very short time frames, because if you are interviewed by the media, rarely do you have this long, beautiful hour interview that that we have together, Patrick. It right. is quick and you've got to be succinct and you've got to know mm -hmm. how to navigate when the interview goes off the rails, when it, the questioning goes somewhere you don't want it to go, how you bring it back to the messaging that that you want. So that's one lane that I teach. Another is persuasive presentations. And this is big with people that are in business development within sales. How to craft a presentation that's not going to put somebody to sleep, that's interesting, that weaves a narrative throughout the presentation and makes people want to act. And this is where I love the social psychology background that I have incorporating it into that. So everything from crafting the speech to the visuals, because you'll remember how many thousands of visuals did I build when I was the chief meteorologist thousands of them every day was different well except here in phoenix come, <laughs> I, I got a little revenge tour here i mean you've heard that many times how hard was it but no yes. the, it was interesting we've had interesting conversations about that yes far yes. more to it than we think and i remind people too that as one of the great things about phoenix media is you cover the whole state yes so we have many microclimates so it did keep keep my job interesting you did yes but present persuasive presentation skills i work with board members and business development teams on their messaging because every person whether you like it or not is a spokesperson for your organization yes you may think and you know this well having had many successful companies many people fail to see that the person who randomly is in line at a grocery store or at a networking event, what they say or don't say about your organization can have a domino effect. And it eventually does affect your bottom line, your ability to acquire customers, to keep customers, to have consistency within your brand. So I work with organizations to develop their 
brand messaging to develop talking points for all of their teams to consistently use. And then I teach them the power to your question about storytelling, how to incorporate personal stories that resonate with you so that when I share the story of my organization and you share the story of, let's say we worked at the same company, there's consistency, but there's also uniqueness that is my brand and your brand that allows you to connect at a personal level. And I work with people individually as well. Um, this is part of the beauty of our Zoom space or WebEx space. I have worked with clients in Singapore, in Israel, in Spain. I thought leaving news, I would leave the strange hours, but I haven't because I'll log on at night often to work with people in these these other countries and time zones. But I I love it. And I've learned so much about global communications and the nuances of communications in other cultures. And it helps it helps to illuminate for me and better understand my audiences when I have a really diverse audience that I'm presenting to. Did you enjoy this conversation? To hear more, subscribe to our channel and keep an eye out for the continuation of Patrick's chat with Christy Siefkin. Thank you for joining us and remember to let this define you.